Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Hello, podcast fam. Welcome back. So happy to be here with you today. All right, let's dive in. Something I'm going to talk about today, I haven't really shared this before in this capacity, but I know it's going to help you. And this is one of those episodes, I'm not very good at being vulnerable. I'm like, I don't know if any of you resonate with this, but I'm a middle child. (laughs) I feel like this, the reason my vulnerability lacks a little bit is because I'm a middle child. Um, because it's like, I don't know, as a middle child, you just don't really share your emotions a ton because you've got like the older one that's like doing so much and like sometimes really emotional and then the younger one's like super emotional and there's like two of us in the middle. So it was like kind of just easy for me to like suppress and not be vulnerable and it, it's kind of carried me uh, through this adult life. And so I'm not always the best at being vulnerable, but I am really good at being real. And so That's really where we're going to take this today. And this is one of those episodes that makes me feel like a little butt naked. (laughs) Like a little butt naked. And I'm like, ah, you know, got a cover of. Um, Just a couple of years ago, I was having a conversation with my husband at our dining room table. And I was feeling really, really frustrated that not much was happening in my business. And what I mean by this, I was making money clients were buying. I was on track for multiple six figures, but to me, that wasn't enough, right? Because it's how we are as driven humans, which is insane that I thought that that wasn't enough. Um, But what was happening was my year, the year that I was currently sitting in when I was having this conversation with my husband was looking the exact same as the year before. And I was feeling really stuck. I was feeling really stagnant. Like, why the fudge aren't more people buying? Why the fudge aren't more people moving? And my messaging was good. Like, I knew it was good. It wasn't something that I needed to, like, majorly overhaul. You guys know I talk about this often. Um, Messaging is obviously a huge part of selling. And it's twofold, right? I think most of the time, unless you're in a case like today's episode, okay, um, where I'm going to get to my point. But most of the time, if something, if the, if your community's not moving, people aren't buying. Most of the time, it's a messaging thing. But I had people moving, and I had people buying, and so I had to look at something a little, a little different besides just like overhauling my messaging and trying to do a hundred different things, hoping it would work. And you know what my husband said to me, and this is why I love him, and this is why like I will bring a lot of my my stuff to him because I love getting an outside perspective because, and he knows me really well. So he will call me on my shit. He literally said to me, I think it's you. And I looked at him like, what? You're not supposed to say that. I'm like really fragile right now. He's like, I think it's, it's you. He said, you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe in you right now. You're doubting everything. And he knows what I teach and what I'm known for. And he knows a lot of my sayings. And he goes, Michelle, you always say, if you believe, they believe. 
And he goes, you don't fucking believe. So of course they don't believe. And I was like, oof, I feel seen. He was right. In that season of my business, I was constantly doubting myself. I was constantly doubting my skills and I was constantly doubting my ability. And in that time, I'll never forget, I kept telling myself I needed to get another certification. Believe it or not, I actually did purchase one. I did. That's how in my fudging way and mind I was. And trust me, there, there is a time and place for certifications. I am not knocking certifications. And if you want to go get one, go get one. I do think that purchasing certifications just because you're um, sitting in fear or doubting yourself that's not normally the thing that we quote unquote need to fix. It's not that you need more information. It's not like you need another skill in that moment. But I was telling myself I needed to learn more and I needed to do more to be even more qualified, which was, it it honestly was wild because like I already had so many testimonials. I had so much social proof of myself, of my clients, of my work. It was already credible. Like I hadn't, On the outside, like I'm using air quotes as I say this, on the outside, I didn't actually have any reason to like feel this way. And I don't think anyone externally actually knew that I felt this way because I didn't talk about it. This is the first time I'm really talking about this. Nobody really knew, but deep down, like inside, I was like questioning everything about myself and just thinking if I just know more, learn more, and get a certification... I'll be more qualified, which it wasn't true. But what I did do, I spent a whole year like this. I remember when that year ended, I was so over my bullshit. I was so over my bullshit. And at the end of that year, I did end up literally making, I think there was like a couple dollars different, making the same income as I had the year before, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. I want to be very clear here because... I want to share with you, I'm so fudging grateful for that because consistency in business to me is everything. And that showed me that even when I'm like all up in my head and in my own way and playing hella small, my business will be consistent. Really, at least we'll we'll do what we did the year before, which was when I look back at it now is very fucking impressive. I'm really, really proud of that. I'm very, very grateful. And that was multiple six figures. Like that's so much money and I'm so grateful. But what I had to work on was me. I had to work on the inner me. I had to work on trusting me. And for me, I can see it now in hindsight, right? It's always in hindsight. I can see now that in that year, I was so close to like a new level or next level or whatever you want to call it, right? Like a just bigness that I had never touched or tapped into before. And I was afraid of it. Therefore, I doubted myself. And I stayed in that doubt and that fear for a whole year to protect myself. And I kept looking for things that externally from me, purchasing a, a certification I never even finished, And maybe one day I will finish it. Um, But I kept looking for things externally to make me feel better. And 
something I want to share with you today, my point of sharing this with you, is in some situations, you could have the best marketing. You can have the best sales processes. You can have the best launch plan, the best emails. You could have all of it, but it won't work. I have literally had clients who have shown up fully in creating strong messaging. We've tested it. We saw that it was working. They have an awesome business model. They have a really great chill sales process, which we do inside of everything sells everything. We do this in my mastermind too, um, helping clients create their own unique chill sales process. Obviously, we in, in anything I do, we, we workshop marketing um, and we test it and we get it to a place where it's converting and we shift your business model so that it's designed the way in which you want it to be to support the life and the future that you want. And when we've done this with clients, it works, right? People are reaching out, people are buying. But then what I've seen with clients where they're like, oh, it's working! What I've seen happen with some clients is then sometimes people will ghost. Or sometimes people say, you know, that they need to wait. Or sometimes people will say, oh, it's too expensive. And then what happens is like a deep, insidious belief or beliefs come up. And they're like, Michelle, no one wants to pay me. Michelle, no one's going to join in. Michelle, should I lower my rates? Michelle, no one's going to invest in this level. In this level, I had like five no's happen. Or they're like on a in a sales conversation and let's say they recently increased their prices. Then they're like going back and they're telling people like their lower prices, which isn't a wrong thing. That's a different conversation for another day. But most of the time that's coming from fear and doubt and lack of belief within ourselves. And then what happens is they say to me, Michelle, how do I change my marketing so that this doesn't happen? And sometimes, yes, it's a marketing thing, especially if you're calling in people that aren't the right fit or if people aren't moving. Yes, 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 yes. And what I do in these cases, when I know it's not their marketing because we've seen it working and I know they're getting tripped up because I've been here, I will tell them the truth and I will say, we cannot solve this with better marketing. I have seen this happen so many times with clients and they're like, holy shit, you're right. Because when it's working, I'm not going to sit here and just be like, yeah, let's just change everything um, because it's already, it already worked. Sometimes there's refinement for sure that we can plug and play with messaging and marketing. Absolutely. Absolutely. But oftentimes what happens is when we're so uncomfortable internally or we're doubting ourselves or we're like getting in our heads because of what's happened externally, people not wanting to pay us, ghosting, telling us we're too expensive, hiring somebody else, whatever it might be, that our ego is like dying, right? Our ego is like, oh my God, I'm not okay. Change it, change it, change it. We want to change something externally because it's so uncomfortable. And here's the thing. A more potent message may temporarily feel like it helps. It might. But if you already have people reaching out, it is an in, it's an indicator that something outside of the messaging is off. Something outside of the marketing is off. So what is it? The truth is it could be a couple of things, but here's what I most commonly see and here's what I've most, what I've also experienced myself. What, what I most commonly witness when this is happening is we are typically expecting our soulmate humans to believe in our work, our offers, 
our ability more than we do. We're expecting people to believe before we believe. Just like my husband had said to me. And just like I always say, I believe they believe. You believe they believe. But if we're expecting people to validate it for us, it's like, oh, if somebody buys today, then I'll be enough. If somebody buys today, then I'm good enough. If somebody buys today, then I can charge X amount of rates. What happens from that place is the action, the showing up, and the momentum typically slows down. And it doesn't work. And here's the thing. If your belief in your work, in your offers, in your message falters when somebody doesn't buy or (laughs) multiple people don't buy, and if this stops you from doing what you know to do or know how to do, you're living on external validation. Just like I was. I was living on external validation. If your belief in your work, I'm going to say that again. If your belief in your work, in your offers, in your message falters when somebody doesn't buy and or things feel silent for a moment and it stops you from doing what you know to do, you're living on external validation. Here's the thing. If you've made money before, you know how to make money again. If you've made sales before, you know how to make sales again. And I know that this might be frustrating to hear. Because it's really tempting. In business, it is so tempting to want to solve things with strategy alone. Because it's, it's something you can do. We're fixers, naturally, especially as entrepreneurs. We want to solve the problem. But this is not a strategic problem. If you're experiencing this, this is not a strategic problem. And I will share with you, I always get asked this question, Michelle. What made you so successful? And what are the things that have made your clients so successful? What are the things that, things that you're most successful? Ugh, I can't, I'm, words are hard today. <laughs> what are the things that have made like your most successful client successful? Or what has like catapulted your success over the last couple of years? I always share this is my clients who have, had, have the most success are the ones who don't buy into any thought that this somehow could not work. I'm going to say that again. And maybe you put this on a post-it somewhere you want to see this every day. My clients who have the most success and myself are the ones who don't buy into any thought that this somehow could not work. I literally, in my core, there is no other option than this working. Point blank. And maybe that's something you need to remind yourself of every day. And my clients, their unwavering belief is not rattled by silence from the market, potential clients not buying, and our clients not re-signing. Sometimes we get super rattled if clients don't re-sign. So what I want to anchor you into here is if you want the level of unshakable freedom, success, that like you can see it. Here's the thing. I recently heard this and I thought it was so gold. And so I'm going to share it with you. I don't remember who said this. I mean, I've been, I'm like reading multiple books right now. I'm somebody that does that. Um, And so I feel like it probably was in one of those books. It might've been one of my mentors um, where if you have a desire, it's already the desire that you have or the desires, the reason you have it is because it's already happened somewhere else for you or it's, it's already written in the timeline that it's possible for you. And I just loved that. And so I wanna reflect that to you to anchor in here 
that if you want the level of unshakable freedom and success that you desire in your business, you've got to have that unwavering belief that doesn't get rattled by the silence of the market, potential clients not buying, clients potentially not re-signing. Here's the thing, I've had to do it too. And I will tell you, I, I coach myself through this exact conversation all of the time. All the time. All the time. And like the truth is, it's the unsexy side of business. It's really, you know, I could have popped on here today and be like, do X, Y, and Z to have better messaging. You know, that's a, I mean, that'd be a great episode too. But this conversation will also aid an episode like that. Because they go hand in hand. It's the unsexy side, but it is important and it does work. And the last thing I want to leave you with today is if you needed this conversation, know that I see you. I love you. I've got you. I can't wait to see what you do. You've got you. I want to remind you of that. You've got you. And the best is yet to come. I love you. I will see you in the next episode. And remember, my friend, everything gets to sell everything.